Hey, Vince, thanks for holding you were on with Chris Pontius. Hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you? How's it going, Vince? Not too bad, not too bad. Where are you joining me uh, from today? I'm sorry? Where, where are you joining me from today? I'm joining you from the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. <laughs> nice. Is, uh, do you enjoy that one? I'm sorry? Do you enjoy that one? Oh, it's all right. Yeah, it's. we always do our press junket here. Um, I'm going to close this door because that jazz music is... I'm sorry, there was music playing outside of the hotel and you know I realized it was making it hard for me to hear. Um, <laughs> cool. No, that's good. Um, we always do our junkets, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thanks for doing your story on this. Oh, no problem. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me interview you. Awesome. I'm, I'm super stoked. This is the first <laughs> interview of the whole junket. Oh, wow. All right. I'm honored. I'll try to make it good, but, uh, so, I mean, I know you got involved with Jackass because you were working at uh, Big Brother magazine. Um, how did you get involved with the magazine and what was happening in your life at that point? I, at the time, I was, I was just a skateboarder, and, and um, I got interviewed um, for, for just being a skater, and um, my interview was pretty out of hand, and, and um, when it came out, like it made a big impression on Jeff Tremaine and, and um, the other guys at Big Brother and... and um, my friend Thomas Campbell, who who actually was the writer that did the interview, said, um, "I was I." He's like, "Your interview um, really blew them away, and, and um, I think you should meet them." And I was like, "Yeah, I should work for them, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." And I, I called up or I called up Jeff Tremaine and, and uh, um, introduced myself and said I should work for them. And he's like, "I think you should." And um, then I just uh, I you know started writing stories for them and and um. Then we started traveling together. Um, we, you know, it was kind of a magazine version of Jackass almost, but skateboarding was the vehicle, but it was really, you know, vehicle. I mean, it highlighted like all the other dumb stuff that skaters do. Right. And, um, we'd go on tours and, and, and film it and, and, um, you know, make skate videos, but in between was all like everything else that happened. Cause that was kind of like the, the big brother was like, like at the time skateboarding was really like um it was almost like everyone was just kind of like doing like being everyone how do i say it? skateboarding like was really a it was when like the whole early 90s like kind of gangster phase wannabe uh -huh. gangster phase was going on and everyone like everyone just was fitting into a mold and so big brother like was just became like attracted all the freaks and, and misfits from the skateboard world. And that's why like it just, all, all of us, you know, gravitated, gravitated toward the magazine and the magazine didn't like censor nothing. And, um, so it was just, um, it was just awesome. Like it was too crazy to, it, it actually, the magazine always seemed like, it was going to end the next issue, but um, it just <laughs> yeah. kept going for years. And, and then we made the videos and, and, um, you know, eventually that just evolved. It went from writing to videos to, to TV, to movies. Right. So for that first interview, were you, were you still in high school at that point? Like you, you were in San Luis Obispo? I was 18. Okay. Yeah. I was 18 when I did it. Um, but I was, um, there was a picture of me naked um, that it, from when I was 17. So 
Um, yeah, so I was like underage nude photo of myself <laughs> in the magazine from from the very beginning. <laughs> Has that gotten big on the black market since then? Oh, God. I, I still have the issues. They're hard to come by, but um, God, um, actually, Thomas Campbell, who's um, now a, 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 a decently known artist and photographer, he uh, he should, um, God, I, I, I don't know if he's made prints. He probably... Hopefully he still has negatives of the photos because um, it was a picture of me and this girl that um, me and my friends were good friends with Shana that um, like naked and she's wearing like a dunce cap and I'm swinging my wiener around, <laughs> in a yeah, we were both under 18. <laughs> it was, um, she was my friend's girlfriend Yeah, and she's just, <laughs> it was just so funny. So you, is it true that you got fired from Big Brother at one point before uh, Jackass began? Yeah, I got fired maybe twice, but um, one time, like I, I didn't get on a plane to go on a tour, and and um, I don't know what happened. I just had a, I didn't, something happened, and I decided not to go on the tour, and so they ended up. It was in Florida, and they ended up like everyone else got to Florida, and I wasn't there, and um, so I got fired for the, for that for ditching out on the tour. So at that time, like my only job in real job that I'd ever had was big brother. So I was like, um, um, Whoa God, what am I going to do with my life? And cause I've got no like real education in a job skills. So I first, so I actually like, I lived in San Francisco at the time and, and, um, I went, I was like, Oh, I'll work at Jamba juice and, and I'll drink smoothies all day and get healthy. And then, <laughs> so I got a job at Jamba juice and, um, and then I, that ended up not being for me. So I quit on the third day. And then I, I ended up, um, I signed up with a temp agency and my first job was at Charles Schwab. And at the end of the day, there was all these other temps there at the other end of the day, like the manager came up to me and was like, you know, we want to keep someone on permanently, um, today. And we'd like to ask you to stay on with us. So I got hired at Charles Schwab in <laughs> out of nowhere. And, um, so I worked for the investment broker for a while. And, uh, and then, um, I left there eventually. And, and then I went, I worked for a woman's foundation. I was the only male employee they'd ever had, which is the biggest, um, philanthropy organization for women's charities in the world. And that was great. And then, but then eventually it was time to go back, you know, I resolved things with big brother. And, and, um, so I went back to big brother and wrote an article about my life after big brother. Mm Mm-hmm. And sorry for giving you a long, oh, no, that's good. answer, but it's kind but of so, interesting because there's actually a story called life after big brother. Right. So there's some, yeah. there's some other like, uh, Charles Schwab temps out there that can say that they got beat out for a oh, position. Yeah. By I Chris remember I was sitting, yeah, I was sitting by this guy, his name was Coleco. And, um, he, he, he knew how to do like work. I, at the time I didn't barely knew how to use computers like, or like the current programs. And, and we were sitting there doing our work and he's, he turned to me and he's like, you know what? I heard they're going to keep one temp at the end of the day. God, I hope it's me. <laughs> and, um, and they kept me. And it was funny because um, the, the manager of the payroll department who, who hired me on, she was like, you know, you kind of remind me of Charles. Um, sorry. You kind of remind me of um, um, Patrick Swayze. And, I, and then like this other guy from the department said the same thing. And I was like, Oh my God. And I, I, I think they just like kept me on permanently because I reminded them of Patrick Swayze, <laughs> like, like, 
I was like, that's like, I was probably un, more underqualified than anyone else. Like there was 20 temps or something. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, I think that's what got me the job. <laughs> it's weird how life works that way. <laughs> right. So you're, I mean, basically from your first, uh, interview with big brother, you were like being the naked guy. Like I was going to ask how you, how that became like your niche. I, uh, that seems like it happened really early on. Like, have you ever regretted being like the, the dick stunt guy? No. Um, not even in times when it was painful because like when I was in high school, me and my friends would always make home movies and stuff. And we realized early on that whatever you do, it's like, if you do it naked, it just makes it automatically 10 times funnier. Mm -hmm. So like it just does. And, um, naked. Yeah. Nudity is, is just funny and, and it's way underused for, for, for comedy reasons. I, so I, yeah, I just, it just makes everything funnier. And I'll tell you what, also I, I really like sometimes, you know, you don't, you might not feel like, like getting naked, but it's weird because once you, you take your clothes off, it, it strips away all inhibitions. You've already like, you know, you're exposing everything. So it makes, it just makes you uninhibited when you're naked. Right. Like, so it's like, it's like almost like, like stripping into a superhero costume or like, it's a, like it, it really is that I, I haven't really thought of it like that way too much but it is like uh-huh. it's like like superman putting on his, his outfit or or any superhero yeah because yeah, no one can embarrass you now out, right you're taking off your outfit yeah um like what do you have you what What are the worst dick related like injuries uh you've had where were there was there uh, uh oh man yeah okay for the for jackass 3d they they like made the mistake of like scheduling like three dick like stunts in a row and it was like god the first one was like a wood like they made a like a balsa penis to wear over my penis and they had a woodpecker (laughs) trying to because we film all these dick stunts and then keep the best one yeah so they put this woodpecker on it and they had the woodpecker peck through and it pecked it hurt really bad when the peck when the pecker would hurt hit my pecker, but like it, the beak went into my pee hole, and like so that was that was it, oh god it hurt so bad. And then like you know the like the next day they had me like put it in a mouse trap which evolved into a rat trap, mm-hmm. and then um, god oh and then um oh, what was the other dick one? There was another the dick one that. Well, that was like the second one. Oh, the right? snake was in the second movie. Yeah, yeah. That one is that one, like oh, that was that was amazing because um, we uh, had to find like I mean we knew a little something about snakes and we're good friends with some snake experts and we had to find like a, a really mean snake that we know would would like go for it and uh and it's got to be like big but not too big <laughs> like and but it's amazing like penises are actually really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, like that was scary, but it wasn't the most painful. I, the, the most painful was probably the woodpecker, but yeah, the, the, God, the mouse traps were dreadful. And then they wanted, they wanted to have it attacked by this cat one time that was, I guess, really mean, but they put catnip all over it. But then the cat, the cat just ended up like snuggling up with it and not being, uh-huh. it, it backfired, thank God. And then, but this movie my the, my penis like went through a a lot <laughs> like 
from the opener on, yeah, like um, there there's some <laughs> hilarious, but um, yeah, like really scary dick stuff. <laughs> yeah, but penises. It, it's like you know we didn't want to go overboard with it, but I mean I mean the nudity is always going to be there, but but like with actually penis based stunts, it's it's really just stuff that almost like seeing like. <sighs> We get a lot of inspiration from cartoons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. And it's like a lot of like, what would happen if you did this, you mm-hmm. know? And with, with without giving away like too much of the movie, like, um, yeah, oh God, there's some horrifying. But so, 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 I don't know. Penises are really underused in comedy until now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so do you have like do you have a most painful injury slash like stunt that you ended up regretting most that wasn't dick related? Like do you was there one that uh, hurt that stands out in your mind? Yeah, um, I mean, God, what sticks out? I mean, there's been like ones where I you know hurt my knee and thought I was gonna have to get surgery and and broke my ankle and but I mean they're not really. It's weird. A lot of those were not even on the most exciting things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh God, sorry. Oh my God. Most painful thing I ever did by far was this thing called the glove of ants. And it's a rite of passage. This was for wild boys, the show that we did after Jackass or in between Jackass movies. And, um, it's a rite of passage for this tribe in the Amazon where you, you put these ants called bullet ants. Oof. Um, they, they like weave them into this glove. And when boys, um, come of age, um, you have to wear this glove. You put this glove on that has like hundreds of ants. It's that have the most painful sting of any insect. And you, you wear this glove for the duration of this, of the shaman singing this song, which is about eight minutes or so. Oof. And, um, you say so you get stung hundreds of times. And that was by far the worst, most painful, dreadful thing I've ever done in my life. Like combined in, in, um, it, it just like, venom like for 24 hours and there's nothing you can do about it um, um so yeah that was the worst thing and i would never do that again glove advance and and you know when we're filming jackass stunts like people like there's always some lo- local yokel yahoo that like um you know like pipes up that's like you know maybe on set for some reason goes oh man you guys are gonna get fucked up and like we we're like shut up like you're already they already don't know i mean they already like don't need to be more nervous than you are mm-hmm. and, you know someone has to pipe up and say that who's never done it before and really doesn't know how fucked up you'll get but um yeah when someone from brazil told me that i was going to get fucked up i was like yeah yeah i'm sure it's probably pretty bad but not that bad but it was it was horrible <laughs> um so what what does horse cum taste like horse cum God, it's not the taste that gets you. It's the consistency. It's it's just it, like for one thing, and in the amount, the sheer amount that mm. I mean, we before we know, you know, I mean, immediately we had a glass of horse cum, and it was obvious that someone had to drink it. But it, <laughs> yeah, it it's it's yo, the consistency is just it's so ropey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what yeah that fits uh so like do, do you think there was going to be like a a conversation about who had to drink it and did you just like grab it there like, was a conversation about okay. it and um steve-o has a, a weak stomach so we knew if he he'd throw up right when it touched his lips and then johnny knoxville was there 
um, too, but he was our guest on, it was a wild boys trip. And, um, I, so I knew it had to be me. And so I made a, before I drank it, me and Jeff Tremaine made, I made a, I brokered a deal with him. Like that it was, I, cause I showed up late for work the day before in, in a weird state. Um, so it was going to get me out of trouble for what I had done before already on the trip. And it was going to give me, it was going to get me out of troubles for something bad I was going to do in the future. Uh-huh. And, um, so it would give me a free pass to do something bad in the future. So, um, we made a deal. Yeah. Before, before I drank it, I'm like, all right, I'll drink it. Um, yeah, but we totally like had this side conversation like before that, that happened. So, um, yeah, like, yeah, it tasted exactly the way you'd think it would taste, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like, what do you think is the stunt that like embarrassed your parents the most? Um, well, I don't know about embarrass my parents, but like I was when we at the premiere of, I mean, the, the new movie, um, is going to take it to a, a whole new level. I don't know what they're going to think of it, but, um, in the last movie, I was sitting next to my mom in the, in the theater at the premiere and, and there's a slow motion part of me, um, getting a, a ping pong ball pitched to me mm-hmm. and I, and I swing like but with my penis and I hit it and, um, it's slow motion. So there's so much like screen time of, of, of the penis hitting the ball. And it's really funny, but, um, yeah, that was like, Oh God. Um, I was like a little like, Oh man, sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's different in slow motion. Huh? It's like, Oh, Chris, but my parents are cool. They, they have a sense of humor. And, yeah. I mean, I was running around naked doing silly stuff my whole life since I was sure since I was born. So yeah. Um, I nothing would surprise them, but yeah. I think they thought it was funny. So I feel like there's a there's a sort of paradox with Jackass where it, it feels like it works because you guys are really good friends, but also a lot of it consists of you guys torturing each other. Like, do you have any thoughts on uh, like how how friendship works in the the Jackass universe? Well, it's like, yeah, like they're, they're, I mean. It's kind of like like in the van, like when when we're traveling around somewhere, like no one would like if someone falls asleep, like you know, there's a good chance, like we're filming, so like there's a good chance, like something bad's gonna happen to you, like in a so there's really, I guess there's no holds barred really, but and then you know we're like this family, but also like, um, God, yeah, when we're filming and there's cameras going, like whatever you do to each other, it's worth it for film. So, uh, but yeah, there, there's, there's like, sometimes like, you know, sometimes stuff goes too far and, and, um, tears get shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, there's at least a few cries every movie, like not cause something hurt, but cause someone's emotions are hurt. Sure. Like what's the longest someone's ever been like, you know, been out of shape about, uh, one of the pranks. You think? Well, Aaron, sometimes Aaron, Danger Aaron just repeatedly like he pisses us like he'll he pisses me off because he has a habit of talking over people <laughs> and so like I I he just won't shut up so like you have to try and make him shut up like and I I mean Aaron's amazing in the new movie he's probably the he he almost steals the show but he like I wish like I would have cut his tongue off 
like at the beginning of it because he doesn't need his voice um, <laughs> other than to scream. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and he's all oh god, yeah. He, he he just finds one way or another to piss piss us off. But I mean, we love him, and he's amazing in the movie. But God, I not one thing that actual sentence that comes out of his mouth is worth hearing. Uh, Hey, then, sorry, I just, we have time for one more. I just got to wrap him. Okay, no problem. Uh, So what's the, what's the weirdest encounter that you've had with a celebrity or like the strangest, the the person who was a jackass fan that you were maybe least expecting? You know what, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, I didn't realize it, but this, we were at this event um, in, um, this guy came up to me and was really into Wild Boys and, and um, Jackass and particularly Wild Boys because it was animal based. And I talked to him for this guy for like an hour about animals and, and all the crazy things we've done and, and swimming with sharks and crocodiles and alligators. And then like the next day, my friend's like, oh, when you were talking to Leo and I was like, well, that was Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like, I had no idea it was him. And I, I he was a super cool guy. And then when we left, I remember he was like with some really model-esque woman. And I was like, whoa, that guy's got like a gnarly model girlfriend. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I didn't even know it was Leonardo DiCaprio. That's cool. But yeah, I, um, he was super cool. So that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've heard and, like four of those stories about him. But yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, I, I appreciate your time. Uh, I've been a big fan for a long time. So uh, thanks a lot for... Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for doing the story too. No problem. Take care.